1: Today, we're going to take a break from the Bible overview. We'll be back in Jeremiah tomorrow, but I want to do a devotion on kingdom vacationing. It's getting to be vacation season. Spring break is around the corner. The summer is coming. I'm on vacation right now, and I've been doing some thinking about how do Christians do vacation in a way that is fundamentally different than how the non-believing world does vacation, and in a way that honors God and exalts Christ rather than just kind of stores up pleasure and comfort for ourselves. So as I look out my balcony window at this resort that we're at in Cancun, I see the beautiful Caribbean Sea coming up against this beautiful sand beach that we're at. We're able to get a really, really good deal on this trip because of COVID. People aren't traveling to Mexico, and so prices were cheap, and we were able to get some income that we weren't expecting last year and kind of set that aside. And this has been a great blessing for us. Our family has had a great time. We're going home tomorrow and I'm gonna publish this a couple days after we get home. But I challenged our kids and our family before we left, what are some specific things that we could do that would make this a vacation that honors God or that is fundamentally different than how the rest of the world vacations? And we talked a lot about it. We talked about how, it looks the same in many ways on the outside. We got on a plane, we packed our bags, we checked into a resort, we've been down at the pool, we've been in the ocean, we've been eating great food. And on the outside, if you're just glancing, we don't look a whole lot different than a non-Christian family who might be doing the same things. But internally, our motives and our perspectives should be different. And we don't have all the answers to this, but I just thought it'd be good to discuss some of this so that we can, as Christians, get better at... Living Christianly in all of life, including when we're on vacation. So one of my kids said, one of the things we could do is just be respectful to the people who serve us, the waiters and waitresses, the people cleaning the pool deck, the people cleaning our rooms, and treat these people with dignity. I thought that was a great insight. Like Just let these people know that we're different by the way we interact with them. We don't think they're less than us because they're serving us we don't think that we're better than them, but we treat them as equals and we treat them with dignity and respect. Somebody else said we should be generous to them. We spent money on this trip and we've got money that we can share with these people with tips and gratuities. And even though some of that's covered by the trip, by the package that we bought, we ought to go out of our way to bless some of these people in that way. And that's been a lot of fun. Uh, one of our friends who we're down here with said, you know, you can serve people and you can shine the light of Christ wherever you're at doing whatever you're doing. So if you're in Cancun and you're on vacation, you're no less responsible for serving others or shining the light of Christ than you are if you're at church on Sunday morning or on a mission trip somewhere. And that's a a great point as well. I'm reading a book while I'm down here by Joe Rigney. It's called Strangely Bright. Can You Love God and Enjoy This World? I'll put a link to some of Joe's talks, which were about this book that he gave at the Cedar Falls Bible Conference last year. And this is a great book that is helping Christians realize how can we enjoy the blessings that God gives us in this world in a way that doesn't make us fall more in love with the blessings and less in love with God, but how can we enjoy the blessings that God gives us in this world in a way that makes us fall more in love with him? And one of the things he challenges us to do in this book is look for God, look for his character attributes, look for his grace, his mercy, his goodness in the gifts that he allows us to enjoy. And so I've been trying to do this, and I'm a long way from perfect on this. I need to really train myself and grow in this area. But just a couple examples, and you can apply this to your own situation when you're on vacation or any anywhere in life. Um, I was standing in the ocean the other day and a somewhat large-ish wave came and just wiped me out, threw me across the beach like a rag doll. And you just get a glimpse of God's power. It's just a tiny, relatively tiny wave in a huge, huge, huge ocean. This ocean covers 80% of this planet and there are planets all over the universe and galaxies we've never seen. And God created all of it with a word. So the power of God on display in that wave is just infinitesimal compared to his total power. Yet it was enough to just throw me out of the way like I was nothing. That's incredible. Another thing that I've dwelled on a little bit is we don't deserve to be on a vacation like this. We don't deserve to be at a resort like this. It's absolutely beautiful. We've done nothing to deserve this. Frankly, the money that we used to spend on this trip came unexpectedly and To be honest, I didn't do that much to earn it. It just kind of fell in our lap. And not only that, but the price was so low because of coronavirus and people not traveling out of the country. And so here we are with this trip that has fallen in our laps that really under other circumstances, we would never have the resources to pay for. And it just made me think about the grace of God. I mean, I don't deserve his grace. I don't deserve His mercy. And in a small human way, this trip has been an example, an illustration of how undeserving I am to receive God's grace and forgiveness through faith in Christ. The verse that pops around in my head all the time is in Matthew, where Jesus says, Don't store up treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal, but store up treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And friends, whether you're on vacation in Cancun or on vacation at the Iowa State Fair, which by the way, is one of my favorite places to vacation, we need to be thinking along these lines. How can we do this vacation thing, or this life thing in a way that is not storing up treasures on earth, not storing up comforts and pleasures just for ourselves, but storing up treasures in heaven. How can we have a kingdom mindset? One last thing that I'm going to link. There's an old, old song from the 80s by a group named DC Talk called Things of This World. For some reason, I woke up thinking about these things and that song came to my mind in the middle of the night a couple nights ago. I'm going to link it in the show notes so you can listen to this. It's a formative song that helped me head down the right road as it relates to these things way back when I was in junior high or high school. And maybe you can be inspired by it. Lord, would you help us as believers to do vacation in a way that is honoring to you, not just selfish, not just about us, not just for our pleasure or our comfort, but do vacation in a way that honors you and that makes you known, that shines your light and serves others. Thank you so much for the blessings you give us. Help them to use them to bless others and help help us to view them correctly, not in a way that would compete with your goodness and greatness, but in a way that would illuminate your goodness and greatness. We pray it in Jesus' name, amen.